Hello and welcome to another episode of the Lost Kings Podcast with your man, Brother Dave, founder. Thank you once again for stopping in and checking in with us. We truly appreciate it. We are swiftly approaching 700 played. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and spreading the word. I expect to start picking up more played because what I'm planning on doing is narrowing my focus to a more specific audience. So we're going to get into that in a minute. So truly thank you for being a part. Okay, let's let's just take a quick look at this real quick before we get into the meat of the podcast today. Who is this podcast for? I mean, really, who is it for? I had to think about that and I had to uh, seek a little help is trying to figure out how to reach the people that I want to reach. So not that I was too broad, but I think I want to just make it a little bit more narrower to help people understand what this podcast is really about. The Lost Kings podcast is is truly to help others and to to uh, shine a light on myself, the different aspects that God has dealt with me on, and hopefully it will help you, and maybe you will realize it can help someone else. So let's see. Let's let's try to answer this question. Who is the podcast for? One is for people who love God and His people, or should I say, His children. Two. Those who truly fear God. And when I say fear God, I'm not saying fear him like shaking in their boots, even though if if he was to demonstrate his his power to you personally, you would shake in your boots. But when I when I'm saying fear, it's it's more like a reverence. You know, you, you honor him, you know, you honor God, you love him, you fear him. Okay, this this is the fear that I'm talking about. We'll get a little bit more into that at another time. But three, true believers who deal with struggles every day and love to help others who are also in struggles. Yeah. Four, it's for people who seek to have a deeper connection with our Heavenly Father. So, you know, I... Sometimes I kind of, I was wondering, I kind of was feeling like as if I wasn't trying to be preaching or, uh, you know, trying to act like a big uh, professor because I'm not. I am a minister, yes, and I'm still working on my studies. But while I'm working on them, I'm like, why not help other people? Because I've went through so much. So here we are. Five. People who want to learn more about the number one book sold of all times, which is the Bible, which holds the word of God within it. The Bible has sold over five billion copies to date. 
Okay, we're going to get a little deeper into those things. Today's episode is called To Believe or Not to Believe? That's the question. And we're going to get deeper into that. Before we do that, I want to take a piece of that Bible that we were talking about. One of the prayers that stands out, I want to say, my my interpretation of this prayer, which is the Lord's Prayer, if you will, with me. My Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us for all of our sins as we pray that you forgive those who have sinned against you. And lead us not into temptations, but deliver us from the evil one for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever hallelujah amen period alright listen come along with me as we go on this journey to more knowledge wisdom and understanding of our father who is in heaven when we come back I'm going to take a very quick break. And when we come back, we're going to get deeper into this podcast, the episode today, which is to believe or not to believe. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Now, there was three significant times in my life that bears weight in the shaping of who I am today and why I feel the way I feel today about uh, people, about helping people about the souls that that people carry our bodies will go back to dust but our spirit will live on I believe this one the very first major significant time was when and I spoke about this was when I gave my life to Christ in Bamberg, Germany. Before that time, I definitely always believed. You know, you have to understand, I always believed. So that belief is also significant because of the fact of how I first become to believe through my mother's story of when she first passed away and came back to life. But in Bamberg, Germany, was the first time that I on my knees at the altar crying out like a baby asking for God's forgiveness and for his uh, direction in my life significant 
The second time uh, was when my oldest daughter was just about turning two and she was a handful. And I, again, on my knees in my apartment that we had in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, crying out, pleading for God, again, to either forgive me because I felt like I must have been doing something wrong to be going through so much. And I know I had did many things wrong uh, prior to, to this because I had pretty much just two years prior to that had came out of uh, facing, uh, what was it? Uh, I think it was 15 to 25 years behind bars. And I was delivered from that. And of course, there were significant times during that time too. But but that day was a very significant for me because that was the day that I uh, was visited by an angel. And I, to this day, believe the angel's name was Esau. And I know a lot of people know the story about Esau. And we'll look at it and say, Esau, he was bad. Oh, yeah, he started out bad. But, um, you know, eventually the story, him and his brother came back together. And there was love there. And it's a deeper story. But but anyway, I believe that the angel that that visited me this day was Esau. And the reason why I want to talk about this, well, that's the one I want to to talk about for a hot moment. But the third one, which was super significant, was the one that um, years later, after I had went through my stint of uh, dealing drugs and and uh, harming people in the drug, you know, in the drug game. Let's just put it that way, because I'm not going to go into details. I have went into details about this in previous episodes. So if this is your first time listening and if it's not your first time listening and you hadn't listened to other episodes, please, during the weeks before my next recordings or whatever, take some time to go back. There's over 30 episodes. So I suggest starting from the beginning and then working your way up to the, to this point. But wherever you start, if you start with this one as your first one, thanks again for listening. And so the third and major significant time in my life was the time when God had answered that question for me. How big are you? Because I started to act like I was doubting him or 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 blaming blaming God for my bad choices. And he answered me. And in the fashion that he answered me was uh, miraculous. And and that also I spoke about in previous episodes. I'm not going to go into that right now. But those are the three major events of my life. And here I am. I just turned 59. Thank God. He blessed me to see uh, 59 years complete and starting on the next year. So I'm very thankful for that. And uh, But so the three significant times. One, again, was when I first completely submitted my life to Christ on my knees at the altar crying like a baby in Bamberg, Germany. The second one was when I was on my knees crying like a baby, begging God to help me because I was struggling. It was just my baby girl and myself. Her mother had abandoned us and it was just her and I. And it was difficult. 
third one was when through all the mess that I was going through and starting to question God about uh, you know trying to blame God for my bad choices and how he answered me was the third significant time in my life so but right now I just want to speak briefly about the second time because I know I spoke about it but I want to I want I want my heart to connect this I want you to understand and and this all stems from belief okay believe or not to believe if I didn't believe in God I'm sure this type of thing would not have happened so it's key as far as believing in in Christ because of when you believe and you have the faith and you really believe that he Jesus walked on this earth he claimed to be the son of God and if you believe it then you, you now you go to the next level he didn't just walk he died he died for you he died for me he died for every single soul on this planet And in his death, because it's documented, it's not like it's it's not like this is just a myth, a story that's made up. This is something that has been documented from that point and carried forward to now. Now, the key to all of that that ties it together is that the belief in that three days later, like he said, he rose again. And in, 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 in him rising, what he did is he conquered death to show that he has the power over death. So we know that death is inevitable. However, from that point, because of what you believe determines where your destination of your final finite infinite of your life will continue whether it be heaven or hell true I believe it hard words to hear but it's a fact okay so in my belief in my belief no matter all the bad things that I've done remember I told you I was facing 15 to 25 years behind bars and even in the behind bars when I was waiting for like the months that I was there waiting, getting ready to prepare to do 15 to 25, I still prayed in the night, in the dark, on my knees, on a cold, hard floor. I still prayed and still thank God for the breath that I had in me. So it's the belief that ties all of this in. Okay, so here I am. dealing with my first brand new baby mother had abandoned me now I wasn't I didn't behave so great before like I said but here I am trying to do what is right now my daughter was very very difficult at that age whether she was missing her mother at that age which I wouldn't doubt and whether she didn't understand, of course she didn't. She was only two, going to be two. But her response to life was 
just throw your hands up and cry, scream, kick, and not even communicate. So for me, I was not going to do anything to harm her. Absolutely not. I still only was going to protect her, but I knew that I needed help from my father who was in heaven. So I got on my knees and I cried and, and, and I pleaded to God to please help me and, and to, to, to see my heart and to know that my heart was true, that I truly did believe him. I know that I did all those things wrong before, but I know that he had said he, he forgave me. But still at this point, I was at my lowest point. And, and where we lived, it, it was the projects, but it was nothing like the projects, like what I was, what I grew up in as far as, or not grew up in, but grew up knowing about, uh, like uh, in, in, in New York. So there's a lot of different projects in New York. And it was different because there were only two stories and you, as a recipient of it, had two floors. So you had your downstairs, you had your kitchen, you had your living room, you had a dining room. Then you go up the stairs. There was only, I believe there was one bathroom, but I don't remember if it was upstairs or downstairs. But the bottom line is then you go upstairs and I had two bedrooms. So my daughter had a room. I had a room. Of course, we didn't have no furniture. We just struggling with trying just getting in there. And because of my military status, I was able to I think I paid because of my disability uh payments that had just started coming in I believe and it was very low I think it was like oh, 200 maybe less than 200 dollars a month and because that was my only income I, I was able to obtain that apartment for my daughter myself in these projects what I what I thought was beautiful you know I knew there's projects the, the way the people were living but the place I thought it was nice as long as you can get rid of the roaches and you were good and it was clean it was nice but I remember, I remember crying out to God. I mean, really like letting my, my tears or my emotions break through the clouds, break through the atmosphere and reach into heaven. I remember that. And I remember that very clear because that's why my, my heart was uh, flooded with tears and, and emotions because I literally could feel my myself reaching all the way to heaven and begging, please help me. And the the way the room, the atmosphere had changed and my daughter had stopped crying. And I, I figured she cried herself to sleep and she was upstairs in her bed. And honestly, I don't know if I mentioned this, but it wasn't really a bed. It was a raft. It was a water raft, a white water raft, a soft blow up white water raft that I found at a swamp meet, garage sale, something. And I think I paid like $5 for it. And I blew it up. I think I had a little hole. I patched it up and it was a beautiful. I mean, I honestly, you know, today, today I'm a collector. So if I seen something like that, and if I had to sell something like that to someone, I would have sold that thing for about $150, maybe. But I got it for $5, and that was her bed. I used to put the, the blankets in the middle and the pillows, and she had her toys in there. And 
it was a beautiful it was beautiful i mean she loved it and sometimes i think she loved it anyway because sometimes i would come in at night to check on her and she she wasn't in the middle but she was laying on the 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 out the the border you know the the edge of the the raft you know it was just it was so cute i wish i would have took pictures of that but but the thing about it what i'm what i'm trying to get at is the way i prayed i remember that i mean i remember specifically praying my my guts out and it was like i wasn't going to get up until god answered me or or assured me that everything was going to be fine and I felt like that wasn't going to happen. And I almost felt in my soul like I was giving up. But I was giving up myself crying out to God. That's, that's what it was. I was emptying myself to him. I wasn't worrying about like my next door neighbor, what they might think if they heard me crying out. Or what if this or that? What if someone knocked and I was praying and then they heard me and they were going to think this and think that? I didn't care about none of that. And a matter of fact, thinking about the, the designation where I was at on the floor was pretty much right when you walk in the door. It's like a real small little square, you know, and then first I think it had carpet or top linoleum, linoleum, I believe. But I don't care. I, it was like I closed the door. My daughter, the steps were right there. My daughter went up the stairs screaming, crying, and I fell to my knees. I fell to my knees right there at the door, at the vestibule. So it wasn't like I, I was going to hide, and so I didn't want nobody to hear me. And I cried out. And I cried out. And then all of a sudden, like I said, everything changed. It started getting peaceful, like calm. She, she went to sleep. And I stayed there. And I stayed there. And I stayed there. And then all of a sudden I felt a presence besides myself in the room. And I was so fearful of the presence that I felt. I didn't even want to look up. So I stayed my face to the ground crying. And... Felt I, it's it's weird because it's not like like in the movies when you hear when you hear this type of thing I'm talking about you hear you're gonna hear the angel say everything's gonna be okay or something it wasn't that it was something that was like a, a soft whisper inside my soul that let me know that everything was gonna be just fine and that I have an angel with you. And when I felt that, I realized that I had an angel was there with me. I kind of wanted to look up and I, I barely did, but I, I could just, it's like I could sense these huge feet right in, in front of my head where I, was, where I was kneeling down. And I just reached my hands out and I just put my hands and then pretty much put my hands to the floor because if there were, the feet were there, it just went right through it and went right to the floor. And then I cried some more and I thanked God. And I thanked him, and I thanked him, and I thanked him. And the reason why that was significant, because at that moment, I, I thanked him for, for having a presence, showing me this presence, or uh, his spirit, spiritual presence in, in the form of an angel. And, and, but, you know, yeah, now everything felt, felt good. It felt, felt better. It felt like things were gonna, was going to get better. 
And in all honesty, today, when I look at it now, all these years later, 29 years later, it is. It is okay. I mean, it's beautiful. Who would have knew that I would have fell in love with a woman that fell in love with my child and raised her like it was her own? Like it was her own. And today we have all we all have a wonderful relationship. So when I look like that, I guess, you know, so in other words, be patient because things takes time. But speaking about a mother that took on someone else as their mother. I would like to say a special happy Mother's Day to my wife, Pamela Jardine. She has been an inspirational powerhouse as a mother in my household. So thank you and happy Mother's Day. Segway. <laughs> Speaking about Mother's Day. I have been asked to speak at a pre-Mother's Day extravaganza as one of the inspirational speakers. And I am truly honored to have been asked to speak and I will be speaking. It is this May 7th. It's in New Jersey. So you can email me and I'll give you all the details. It's a, a non-profit uh, event, and it's going to be uh, featuring blessings to the mothers, of course, and it is for children who are uh, af- thinking about athletics and sports and uh, theater and dance. There's going to be a jazz show, and uh, there's going to be dinner and Again, like I said, I'm honored to be one of the inspirational speakers of that for that event. And it is their first annual event. So, again, I am doubly honored. My friend Renee Coley, we went to, went to high school, junior high school and, and on. And we've known each other since then. And she is um, building a wonderful um, program to help others. And, you know, that's what we're all about here at the on uh, Lois King's podcast to help others and to help strengthen others and to strengthen their path. So um, email me, call me, text me, reach out to me, and uh, we will give you all the details. And again, it is uh, the 7th of May, the day before Mother's Day, Saturday, day before Mother's Day. So I, I'm glad I was able to to bring go into that. But now let me just go back to to my uh, what I was speaking about concerning the angel. You know everything's gonna be fine. But when I was writing this, when I was writing these notes down, it smacked me right in the face. Very very shortly after that, my mother passed away, and that was a devastating moment. But at the Honestly, I can't really say it was too devastating. It sounds devastating when I say it, but but I, my mother 
and I speak about her often on this podcast, and she's a true inspiration to me and my father. They're both uh, blessed, and they're both um, carried on to glory, and I'm uh, grateful that they <laughs> were my mother and father and raised me, and I'm the man that I am today. But it was it was so shortly after that encounter that I had with my my friend, my angel, Esau, that that had happened. And I'm sure, if I think about it, I'm sure that also still played a role in the way I received the news of my mother's death, her second death, I should say. And it was, it was odd, because I didn't cry. I honestly didn't cry um, that I can remember about my mother's death until several years later when I realized I wasn't there and I I, I missed that her warm hug and and the warm kiss that I would give her when I would see her and greet her. That's when it hit me and that's when I cried. But but prior to that, I I considered myself to be one of the strong ones in the you know, man in the family. I tried to encourage my all family members that, you know, was there and hurting my sisters and everybody that was hurting uh, the loss of mom. But um, I, I guess when I think about it now, I didn't re- really realize that it was amazing that that angel came before all this had happened and I was able to go through those next several, well, you know, boy, it's it's you know it's odd when you start thinking back. When you start thinking back, and you start seeing different situations, because I obviously had very difficult times after my mother had passed away as well, because of my bad choices. So, but in all in all, the thing what I'm I'm saying is that because of the belief, because I believed from the very beginning and I, I hold strong to that, it's, it's almost impossible, I, not say almost, it is impossible that I believe that anyone can try to convince me that God does not exist, that Jesus is not the son of God, that he did not walk on this earth, that he did not hang on the cross and die for me and you, and he also rose again on the third day. Now, if you don't believe that, you can go and continue living your life the way you're doing, but I'm going to tell you something. If you choose to believe that, your life will change, and and for the better. And some people are saying, well, I'm doing fine right now. You might be doing fine right now, but that's not the point what I'm saying. You might be doing fine right here, but what what's going to happen with your soul when you, when you, when you breathe your last breath? What's going to happen then? So, listen. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. We're going to speak a little bit about the Bible and a couple other things. And then we will close this out. But don't go nowhere. We will be right back. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. We greatly appreciate you. Okay. Let's get into the Bible a little bit. 
you know, I mean, it's the number one selling book. It has so much information in it, so many wonderful stories, so much. Uh, it captures the true story of love, you know, and I, I, that's one thing I love about the Bible. And, and when you see the word of God in the Bible, it's like. That's why it's important to read it, you know, because you read the Bible by yourself. And, and it's just something happens it's like the spirit of God can can convey to you through those words that you're reading and the love that he has for you. And you could be just reading and then all of a sudden you just come across some of his words and you realize how much he loves you. And it can be an overwhelming experience. So you are really missing out if you don't actually read the Bible or listen to the Bible. So I just wanted to, you know, say that because I believe it's so important. Now, one of the other things about the Bible that is so fascinating to me is that how over all these years, many, many years, how even from the Old Testament, how they wrote these stories and and kept these stories and passed them on to today when you could go back you can read it and and the lineage of it, it, it the technique of the lineage of of the the following the from the beginning over the centuries and just the information is just so wonderful to see how it was preserved and to know that it was preserved by a higher power. Cause I'm going to say a higher power because I know there's a lot of people that don't believe that Jesus is the son of God, but oh, Jesus is the star of the show. Again, at the risk of sounding fanatical because I love the Lord in my heart is crying out for those who are in need of him. So we're going to go into scripture because I want to play this one scripture. I was going to do two, but I decided to just do the one because the one is the key and it's in John three. And I, let me just double check to see what, where it actually starts. Okay, here we go. It is John 3. And it starts at the first verse. And it's going to go all the way down, all the way down to verse 21. It's not that far. It's actually three minutes. I timed it. So sit back, listen to the words, and let's get into this here. There was a man from the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to him at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform these signs you do unless God were with him. Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. How can anyone be born when he is old? Nicodemus asked him. Can he enter his mother's womb a second time and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, I tell you, unless someone is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. 
Whatever is born of the flesh is flesh, and whatever is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not be amazed that I told you that you must be born again. The wind blows where it pleases, and you hear its sound, but you don't know where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. How can these things be? asked Nicodemus. Are you a teacher of Israel and don't know these things? Jesus replied. Truly I tell you, we speak what we know and we testify to what we have seen, but you do not accept our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you don't believe, how will you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? Now, isn't that just like, you know, how do you expect someone to believe if you don't even believe that that the earthly things I tell you that I've done or that where I've been, you don't even believe that. How am I going to tell you about the heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, mm. the son of man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in Him may have eternal life. For God loved the world in this way. He gave His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. Anyone who believes in him is not condemned, but anyone who does not believe is already condemned, because he has not believed in the name of the one and only Son of God. This is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and people love darkness rather than the light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and avoids it, so that his deeds may not be exposed. But anyone who lives by the truth comes to the light, so that his works may be shown to be accomplished by God. Okay. Now, there's a lot in that, and it's powerful. To believe this is the true key to life to believe that Jesus is the son of God is the key. Now, I know many people want to say, I don't believe that Jesus is the son of God. They believe in God. They believe in higher power. Okay. But just understand this. This is so important that if you don't believe that Jesus is the son of God, you are missing out on the perfect opportunity to experience the perfect love. See, when you read the Bible and you get, if you do all the Old Testament, you come through the Old Testament, you start, when you come to the New Testament and it starts talking about the Messiah that they spoke about back in the Old Testament, but now it's actually happening when you can connect all that together and you can believe it, you have now experienced the threshold of accepting that into your heart. And 
feel so bad for the people that don't believe. Because when you don't believe, you have chosen to take the path of destruction. And and maybe you might be living now and things are just going wonderfully, but you just don't believe. But if you don't believe, when a day comes, when your soul is face to face, with the heavenly father and a day is going to come you're going to have to make a choice whether you believe or not I was telling a friend supporter listener that I was getting ready to do an episode on believe or not to believe and, and, and not even a second later the very first thing that came out of his mouth is choose ye this day that's what he said that's what the Bible said choose ye this day who you will serve I choose Jesus my personal savior see Nicodemus he wasn't just anybody he was a ruler he was a he was the ruler of the pharisees he was smart man he studied those scriptures that we were just talking about those the scrolls he knew all about that stuff but he couldn't understand when jesus was telling him you must be born again he said how can i be born again how can i go back into my mother's womb he said it's not that it's not the flesh it's the spirit you know he's talking about that same spirit that's going to be facing him at our end of this physical life and <laughs> he, he wasn't given any other option he said you must be born again that's where that term, I'm a born again Christian comes from. You want to be born again. You got to believe. You got to accept. You got to denounce the devil. And that is how we move forward. So the answer to the question is to believe because to not believe it's it's destruction you have already condemned yourself so if you don't believe you have put yourself in a very very terrible situation with your soul listen i truly thank you guys for listening to me let's see where this goes god is leading this thing i believe that if this is your first time listening, thanks again. And listen to some of the other episodes. Learn learn some of my stories. Hear some of my testimonies. I got more testimonies to tell. And I got more people that's coming on. And I got a surprise. My co-host, Stacia T, will be back with me shortly. I really do miss her. I've been doing this on my own for a while. And I'm so happy that she's coming, coming back and helping me to work through this podcast and spreading the word spreading the gospel and he t- 
talking about people's situations, stories, and troubled times, and how God has taken them through it, bringing us through the storms of life. Hear the 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 episode on my podcast about the hurricane in New York City and the storms of life come pouring in like buckets of water on your head. What are you going to do? Hey, spread the news about this podcast. Hopefully it can help someone, encourage someone, strengthen someone, strengthen the path. I truly thank you for listening. God bless you guys. If you want to financially support, do so. Go ahead, click the button. All that money, anything that comes in, any penny, any cent, is going to be used to help someone who is in need. That's what I believe off this podcast. Anything that comes through this podcast is going to help someone in need. God has met my needs, blessed me over and over and over again. He did it for me. He'll do it for you. Just be a blessing to help someone. God bless you. Stay encouraged. We love you. In Jesus' name, period. Amen.